everyone, it's Paul Ward here, and welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. I'm very excited today. We're sitting out in the middle of a lemon orchard in Ventura County, California, and our special guest is Seth Wilmot, the Education Program Director with CAG, located here in Ventura County. Seth, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Really, really excited. Absolutely. And before we uh, lose our audience, we got to know what is CAG? So CAG stands for Students for Eco-Education and Agriculture. We're a nonprofit that really fundamentally focuses on agricultural education, teaching students in the community about where their food comes from uh, and how it affects our health. A great cause. And uh, who started CAG and kind of what was the inspiration behind the whole the whole idea? Yeah, so about 15 to 16 years ago, um, our founder, Mary Marinville, uh, sort of had the idea and ultimately it spawned. She had seen a field trip where they brought uh, Herrick uh, Research Center, actually brought students out, third grade students, which is um, the same age that we see now, to come l- learn about farming and the sciences behind how we grow our food. And it inspired her so much, uh, she actually started CIAG after that. And ultimately, she is a daughter of a farm worker, daughter of a dairy farmer in New York. And so um, I think that moment kind of, it was a cultivation of her life and what her father's work meant to her and how she could put that into meaningful work. Um, and it spawned from there. She started taking students out on her own, uh, originally partnering with Limanera, doing field trips that way, seeing students doing all the educating and built it from there, um, the ground up. And now we've seen it grow, you know, over the last decade into being able to see, you know, thousands of students every single year. That's awesome. So kids don't know where their food comes from, right? It comes from a package in the grocery store. I mean, if you're a third grader, it yep. comes from the shelf, right? You don't know how your food is made or where it, how it's grown. And you're, and that's not something that you learn really in the classroom. So you're kind of an extension of, of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's apparent when we're in the classrooms uh, that students, although they may know uh, and are very familiar with the food that they enjoy, there is a there's a disconnect between where it actually comes from, and not just that, but the people who make that happen, and appreciation for those folks, for farm workers, um, and all the steps along the food supply chain, um, because there's you know there's thousands of different types of jobs that interweave and make you know that start from the soil and wind up on our plates, and there's people that make that happen, there's scientific processes that make that happen, all of which I think there's becoming a divide of understanding and appreciation for. So we're trying to to sort of mend that gap and and develop an appreciation again for the food and the people. So you bring the kids out here, or the or the the teachers or the school. It's a field trip, right? They come out to the fields and the orchards and learn hands on. Yes, exactly. So um, you know we our third grade our, our youth programs are sort of a th- three part program is what we've developed um, to not just have a field trip experience out on the farm, but we actually go and visit the classroom to do an introduction to agriculture. And and more than just introducing the to- the concepts, it gets a chance for students to develop a little bit of rapport with our educators, our staff. And that's always fun because when you start to become comfortable to share, to learn from a teacher, an educator, um, it makes a huge difference when they step out on the farm and they see some familiar faces and they're already excited about a field trip where they get to be outside run around, explore a little bit, it really just um, sort of sets the scene really well to create a 
conducive environment to, to learn and to, and to get the most out of it. And then following our field trip, we actually go back and visit the school again. This time to finish the journey of our food, we focus on nutrition. So we actually get to take some of these specialty crops that we grow in our county and in California and, and show them how to prep it, how to make a tasty meal that might just be with fruits and vegetables and a combination and things like that. So what would that encompass? You'd bring like uh, foods for salads. Would you bring tomatoes and cucumbers and lettuces? And Exactly. So we have a sort of a seasonal um, recipe that will kind of transition through the fall and winter. And we try to kind of um, cater some of our recipes and our ta- activities to that. We also have an element of the food rainbow um, because there's a lot you can learn based on the foods, the colors of the fruits and vegetables. And kids seem to really, um, it helps them understand, you know, certain uh, antioxidants, how they can help your heart, and the specific, you know, minerals in, say, yellow fruits and vegetables are actually good for, you know, their skin. Things like that help them connect. So if we can build a recipe around the food rainbow and around local, you know, um, specialty crops, it kind of ties it in together nicely. So you know, we'll have say a rainbow salsa recipe where they'll get to cut the tomatoes and add, you know, um, a few other veggies, some some beans, and then you know, make the rainbow dish. And I would imagine that a third grader probably has not heard the term antioxidant before coming out here. It's not something that you learn. It's, just, it's not even a spelling word, right? It's, yeah. It's something, something new. Totally. No, that's a good point. It's kind of fun because we tie in, I mean, there's these big words that like anthocyanin, right? And lycopene, which are nutrients that even I hadn't heard of before coming to SEAG, but it's not necessarily about them remembering that specific term, but I think it's fun to, to start introducing them to the importance of nutrients and the fact that there's a whole science behind it that can be really interesting, really um, exciting, and that they can actually maybe one day uh, pursue as a career, right, if they if they get involved. So I think it's, it's always good to just provide exposure. Mm-hmm. Some students, you know, it's just about the experience, but some hold on to that. And it's remarkable, too, what some will actually keep in. And in our surveys, is a lot of what we capture is, you know, what are things that stood out and kind of get, you know, the fact that some hold on. I remember that red fruits and vegetables have so-and-so and help your heart. And it's, that makes it really special because it's not on lost ears. Yeah. You know? And I would, I would think that, you know, looking back that, you know, you always remember your field trips as a kid, right? And, and you're combining biology and plant science and, I mean, chemistry and health and nutrition. So you're kind of encompassing all of these different topics in your in your three-day lesson. Yeah, yeah. I think that too is what originally drew me um, to SEAG is looking back on some of the most, I think, um, impactful experiences I had in elementary school were field trips or visits from somebody outside of the school. Like they, you really hold on to that and knowing that the, it's such special time, I think it matters what students are introduced to those. I remember, for for example, we went out to um, uh, uh, one of the Indian reserves near my house. And some of the things we taught, I remember so vividly to this day. And, right. and I think that changes, in, in some cases, the course of students learning and, and their understanding of their environment and things like that. So to be a part, a pivotal part of you know these experiences, like we had um, our first field trip of the year, uh, we had a school from Oxnard. And speaking to the teacher, this was 
many, uh, well, m- all of the students' first field trip that they'd ever experienced. Right. And many, many of the students' first time ever being on a farm. And growing up in Ventura County around this. It's shocking. It's shocking. Yeah. Um, and so that's that really motivates me is to have, again, a piece of that for, for a child's memory for their development. Um, like I said, whether in elementary school or even high school, um, you know, another thing that I came to the realization of is, and it's kind of a, f- a funny story, but how I got here and in, in this position and what motivated me to want to get involved is sitting in college. I remember having a conversation with my friend and saying like, what do I really want to do? What type of work do I want to do? Um, and thinking back to a high school assembly where we had a, a guy come in and he was speaking about bullying and things like that and prevention and um, just how cool having a, an older individual come in and speak with confidence and, and, you know, get excited and get to speak to those school. I'll never forget it. And I think I had this realization that I want to be able to do something like that to reach a wide audience, to reach young students. But where's my passion lie? And that's in the origins of our food, where our food comes from the nutrients that come from our food and, and getting in tune with that. And that's sort of how those two things came together. And it was funny that SIAG, when I put sort of my feelers out after college, sort of fell into my lap as an opportunity. And was like, if this isn't the perfect melding of, of those passions, I don't know what else sort of is. Yeah. That's awesome. And SIAG does work with high schoolers as well, right? I mean, uh, there's a classroom program for them and potentially internships. It's not, not all elementary. Yeah, exactly. So um, we've now grown to add two STEM programs, both very similar, but fundamentally- and for folks that don't know, when is, what is STEM? Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And so both of these programs are STEM careers in agriculture. So really the goal there is to introduce the wide range of different opportunities. I think there's a bit of a stereotype especially those who've grown up uh, and are familiar with agriculture. Agriculture is just working the fields or is just, you know, maybe working in a processing plant. Yes, that is part of it. And those are extremely important parts of agriculture. But especially now, there's so many cool ways that you can get involved and feed the world, provide resources for the world. And so it's a presentation where you go get to go in and ideally inspire young students about, hey, look at all the different things you can do in science. If you like technology, if you want to be an engineer, even if you like math, there's ways in which we can create more efficient ways to grow our food, right? And to process our food, to sell our food, all those things. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. We go into the classroom, we've got an hour and it's a little bit of a background, some context, because again, even at that age, even though they're not as young, I still am teaching students a lot of town, a lot for the first time, what we grow in our county. What is the value, you know? Even in, in high school, they don't, even not something they learn. Yeah, it's like, I think uh, you have a lot of students like, what is our top crop? Strawberries. What else do we grow? Lemons. And then it kind of fades off. And it's like, California is so unique and Ventura County is so unique because of that diversity of what we can grow. <laughs> We've got people coming from all around California for opportunities to work in agriculture uh, in Ventura County and all around the world to work in places like this. So. I think it's nice to hear that, for them to hear that mm-hmm. um, and and kind of show all the different things and show them not just, you know, local individuals. We do highlights on, you know, say you want to be, um, you're into beneficial insects, how you can work in an insectary mm-hmm. or how you can be an engineer that designs drones to, you know, apply the beneficial insects to fields. Wow. Or, you know, if you want to be a livestock vet, you know, just the wide range of that. 
show them that and then show them, okay, how do you get there? What are resources that might be helpful for you? What are local colleges, local universities, local volunteer opportunities and internships that can help them make that next step? So you're just so opening up their eyes to so many different opportunities. And then it sounds like even linking them to those resources where they can then apply for internships and maybe, you know, future jobs down the road. Exactly. It's it's a being a resource for them. Yes, we've got an hour, which is a short amount of time to get across everything that we want to. Mm-hmm. But I think what I'd like to leave them with is SIAG as an organization, we are someone that they can look to as a resource to help them out, whether it's on that day where we can have a conversation and I can answer questions or it's weeks, months, years down the line. Mm-hmm. They say, SIAG, you know, I remember your presentation. How can I get involved? Do you know any growers that are looking to hire? I'm interested in, you know, A, B, and C. How might I fit in Ventura County agriculture or California agriculture or even beyond? So that's... And how far is SEAG reaching? Is it is it only Ventura County or LA, LA County coming up now? I mean, I mean, the field trips, you can only drive so far in a day, but you can do a lot with Zoom too. That's, that's very true. So uh, we obviously started in Ventura County and have had been able to see every district within the county, which has been really special. We now have... I think two or three schools coming up from LA County, um, which you know says a lot, right? It's not cheap, and, and we offer bus reimbursements to the schools to try to alleviate that cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, to make that trek and to sacrifice that time to come all the way up here right. to visit our farm, and within the last two years, we've also really ramped up Santa Barbara County programs as well. Oh, really? So for the first time last year, we piloted this same program, our farm lab on-site program for third graders in Santa Maria. Okay, so, so you have another farm that kind of a replicate of what you have here with the cl- outside classroom up up north. So we, in this beginning stage, we partnered with Allen Hancock College. They've got a vineyard and a, and a community garden space that lends itself well to what we're doing. I think ideally the goal on this, is a project we're actually working on right now is to get a, a space like this where we can really take full advantage and, and make it our own uh, on a farm, on a working farm. Um, but for right now, we get, I mean, we're so grateful for the partnership and what they've offered us is to open up their space because they're also teaching out of their right. college students is to open up the, that space um, a few Tuesdays every month so we can go up there and we can see schools from Santa Maria, Lompoc, uh, the Valley, all that, which has been, which is, we, we've seen a lot of success and it's it's fun getting some footing there and getting some traction and <laughs> seeing the the development. That's awesome. How many students is SEAG uh, uh, serving or seeing every year? So right now, um, we have about a little over 9,000 students uh, on the calendar for this school year. Wow. Which is a lot. Which is really proud of it, really proud of our team and, and being able to you know make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not including summer programs. So I think by the end of our goal for the 2023-2024 school year is to see over 10,000 students. Um, across both counties, um, and so yeah, that's uh, we've we've I think last year we were at about eighty five hundred, and so continuing to expand, reach you know not just continue to reach more of Ventura County, but also get the opportunity to see students from Santa Barbara County and mm-hmm. Los you know Los Angeles. How do you guys measure if a program's uh, successful or not? Have you had to change things over time and kind of tweak things as you've as, as you've grown? Yeah, so that is uh, uh, it's a good question, and it's it's not easy by any means to capture the effectiveness um, on a consistent you know basis. But we do our very best, and what's a huge tool for us is surveys. 
Um, and ultimately, we sort of have surveys for and and a bit of sort of a pretest and a survey kind of all in one for our students and the same thing for teachers. And what we look to get out of the students is we send them basically a, a 15 question pre-survey that they take with their class that kind of gets their level of understanding of just basic principles like agriculture, what is farming, what is uh, what do we grow in our county? And then some of the more specifics like what goes on, what makes up soil, you know, what are the different parts of a plant and, you know, where do we get our water from that we use on the farm? Things like that. Mm-hmm. And then wind up asking them those same questions to see um, the comprehension of what we're teaching out here. And so that really helps um, getting to see individual questions, individual stations, and, you know, diving into how effectively are we teaching about soil science based on, you know, these metrics. Um, and then also the overall impact, you know, how do the kids, we love just personal feedbacks uh, and, you know, testimonials from students. What did you learn today? What was the most exciting thing from the day? Things like that. Cause I think that is a huge part of what, you know, defines success too, is, right. is beyond, yes, we want to teach and we want the education to be a core piece, but also what was their experience? Are they going to remember this down the line as just an enjoyable day being outside, falling in love with being on a farm and being in nature and things like that. And then also a big help is going to be the teacher surveys and, and, and stuff like that, because they are the, the experts and the, the people who are with the students every single day, you know? And so getting an assessment of how they see this educational, the content, the curriculum fit in with what they're doing. Is it uh, reinforcing what they've already taught? Is it introducing new concepts? Is it a reach keeping us, you know, at the same level um, so that again, we we're effectively, and the goal is to introduce new concepts and mm-hmm. hopefully support what they're doing as well. And, and that's what we've tried to hone. Um, and so, you know, getting those surveys, doing teacher focus groups at the end of the year, um, too, to open up the discussion a little bit more to say, you know, you guys know you go in field trips and, you know, what are the students getting out of? What are the students, what, what is it maybe lacking and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine some students and uh, teachers who are passionate about it, they have classroom gardens and maybe some of the kids have a, you know, tomato plant on the patio at home. They're more intrigued by it now because they've been out here than, than before. Oh, totally. It's, it's amazing. One of my favorite parts is, is getting to interact with the teachers because I mean, this is, in a lot of cases, they have gardens, and this is an ex- such a nice expansion of what they're trying to teach, but not at scale. You know, it's hard to do everything in a garden. It's hard to see what it looks like to produce lemons for not just your county, but the state and the world, right? right? You know, um, and gardens are a key, I think, and a great learning tool, and we'd love to see that, but to, have, to be able to offer an extension for them. And then for the folks who don't have a garden yet, you know, to let their to get give their students opportunity like this is is huge and the excitement uh, I mean it's again it's so fun to get to promote and and speak with and coordinate with teachers because it's such a you know meaningful thing that they enjoy doing every single year mm-hmm. you mentioned SEAG had the word echo echo in it yes what does that what does that mean so to us um, you know eco or uh, ecology right expanding not just um, obviously agriculture, which is at the core of what we do in farming, but what does it mean to understand the natural world, to, to understand your environment? You know, and I think we we came to the, the conclusion that being out here on a farm and going through our field trips or even in the classrooms, I think goes beyond creating an appreciation for 
farming and our workforce, but also just develops an appreciation for the living e- ecosystem around us. And mm-hmm. we're trying to create not just agricultural stewards, but also environmental stewards who, you know, when you walk and you start to develop a a relationship with the outdoors, and uh, I think it's 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 so apparent the impact that can have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think intertwined in in our lessons and just the experiences that we have, you know, we're teaching about the water cycle, which applies not just to farming, but our everyday life, right? right. We're teaching about soil and how that impacts not just the plants that we're growing, but the environment and, and you know, the health of, of plenty of different c- systems and species and stuff like that. So it's, it's all interrelated. So I think it would be doing a disservice not to acknowledge kind of what we do in that sphere and the importance of it for the students. Sure. So somebody who came out here had the had the three D experience, um, obviously learned about farming, but also the the natural environment, and could go on to a whole field in that industry that they never imagined. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that speaks to you know the inspiration. What we're trying to get is yes, they're young, but it's so encouraging to hear students come and down the line now that we you know. Mary's been doing this for 15 years. She's got students that are now in the workforce. That's right. You know, yeah, that are, they, they were elementary when, yeah, yeah, they they remember their experience and come back and will be like, you know, I, I still remember that field trip that you had and the impact that it had on me. And I would, I wish we could see the numbers of how many students came out here, right. had an impactful experience and decided to get into agriculture because I can guarantee you, um, well, it might not surprise us because we're out here, but it would surprise many, many people because of how I think profound the experience is. And um, one good example that just, uh, I think, encapsulates kind of what we do and what we try to accomplish is, um, and it's fitting because just today, Aspen Elementary came out. A year ago, about the same time, we had a third grade class or two classes from Aspen um, and one individual named Heidi, uh, she was uh, a student, came through the program. We saw her at the school. She came out to the farm and then we did our follow-up presentation in nutrition. So she got the whole, you know, our whole journey of our food program. And at the end of her field trip, we give every student a seedling. Um, So she winded up with a broccoli seedling. You know, we encourage the students to take it home, care for it, practice growing your own plant and see see what you think. Um, And uh, in the spring, we got an email from Heidi's teacher and her mom had actually shared uh, a picture of her next to her broccoli plant. Which was, you know, it's so cool to see. It's like, you know, we know that many students bring these plants home, but to actually see it, to see her sitting next to it, it's with a, the broccoli nearly as big as her head right. and smiling. Right. There's nothing like that. And then, you know, a month later, we get here back as an update. She had um, actually had her grandmother's birthday and they harvested the broccoli. Her dad helped her cook it up and they served it to the whole family. And she shared that with us again. And it was like, just to see the the sort of the full experience and and what that meant to Heidi and the excitement on her face in the photos right. that of her next to you know what she grew and then prepared uh, for her family. That's again, I, that's what it's all about, I think. And I think that she'll she'll take that with her, you know, for years and years to come. And we hope you know to encourage more students to have those. And I'm sure there's plenty of behind the scenes where we don't get to see, but it's happening. That's awesome. So doing the math, if you're you know, talking to 8,500 and now maybe 10,000 kids a year and you've been, to, you know, 15 years, you're, you know, approaching 150,000 kids and now a third of them are in the workforce, maybe half, right? Yeah. They've got yeah. a passion for the environment and a passion for farming and 
you know, what, what goes into it. That's, that's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's cool. And it's like, you, you know, speaking to the, the younger kids, which is, and then you get a lot out of them, right? They're not afraid, but the middle and high school students, I think are a little bit more reserved, mm -hmm. but you still see, I think it makes it even more rewarding when you're presenting and you get a student that comes up to you afterwards and says, Hey, you know, I mean, just uh, a few weeks ago I had, you know, you get a few hands, but there's a timidness and you try to embrace it, but say, all right, if you have any other questions, I'll be around and comes up to me afterwards and shares that they've been working on this, you know, hydroponic system and, and are actually growing, you know, plants in their house and this whole project just stops to see that their face light up about things like that and, and, and to maybe have some reinforcement by someone like us coming in the classroom and talk about how cool and important that stuff is and how you can actually make a career out of it. And maybe it gives them some resources, right? It's exactly. Not everybody even knows what hydroponics is. Yeah. You get, um, not just, it might not just be a hobby, hobby, but we're, fe you know, we feature in our presentations, large scale hydroponics. What is the future of that going to look like? How can you get involved? What are the pros and cons and, and, you know, who are going to be the problem solvers who can, you know, continue the way or sort of progress the way that we grow our food and stuff like that. So those interactions, you know, with the young students, but also the middle and high school students as they're really getting to that age is, is special, you know. That's awesome. Where is SEAG going in the future? What, what's kind of the vision for, for the future? I mean, obviously it's grown from, you know, one person's field trip, Mary Marinville's own personal experience. And how big is your staff and, and, and what's going to happen in the future? Yeah. So right now we're uh, just around 10 to well 12, depending on, you know, we have uh, some sub uh, part-time employees. We have some CSU, uh, a, a student that's actually working with us for a few hours a week and we bring on dietetic interns. Oh. So those are um, fluctuate a little bit, but mm -hmm. as far as a full-time staff, we're just approaching 10, which is pretty exciting uh, and enables us to see, you know, the thousands and thousands and um also put on our farm day events, which uh, is, you know, it's such a big part of what we do as well. Um, but where we're going in the future, I think on a, you know, looking at it on a micro scale and just what we do, I think is continuing to create the most impactful programs that we possibly can. <laughs> and there's always work to be done to evaluate how can we make this um, you know, better for our students? How can we make this better for our teachers? Mm -hmm. You know, and those sorts of things. And then looking, you know, broadly, where do we go from here? You know, we're serving Ventura County. We just began serving uh, Santa Barbara County uh, and doing some of these same programs is to continue to hopefully see students from every single district and every single school across the Central Coast and continue to expand, mm -hmm. um, you know, as, as much as we can. I think there's, a, of course, a need for it. Um, and now we've got a lot of momentum behind us to continue to do that. And then what's great about, you know, technology now is there's a virtual aspect of it is to continue to ramp up our virtual, you know, we, through COVID, we wound up switching to virtual presentations to get by, but I don't think that is at the heart. We, we got to return to the be outside. You got to be outside, but I think there's a lot of value to still seeing our lessons, especially students on the East Coast who might not have ever or ever experienced, what does California agriculture look like? Thanks. Let's, you know, let's learn from a ranch out in Ventura County in California from one of our educators, maybe a live event. More lessons like that, I think, is what we're trying to do um, to get involved with students, not just in California, but potentially around the country, around the world, who want to learn about SEAG. And that's the, the magic of, of the internet and what we can do there. Right. So 
we got a lot of cool projects that are that are spawning from that. And I imagine other educators could reach out and not copy, but you know, borrow from yeah right, what you're doing in their area. Different crops, right? California's pretty rich in our crops, but you know, farming is all over the place. Yeah, right? yeah. Inspire you know folks to maybe that are doing similar things. How how can they improve? Learn from each other. Um, or to start this in, you know, a county in some other state. Really, it's replicable, you know, in a, in a great way. It's it's what we're doing is relatively simple. How do we get students out of the classroom and, you know, in front of their food that's right. growing and in front of the people that grow the food? Um, and so hopefully, yeah, you know, as much as the work that we can do, but of course, inspiring others to do similar work, to replicate similar programs, you know, is the ultimate goal, you know. It's awesome. Yeah. You mentioned Farm Day. What What is that for folks that might not know, and, and how are you guys involved in that? Yeah, so this is uh, our annual event that we created because ultimately we get to work with students, you know, 200 and so school days of the school year. Right. Uh, but um, outside of that, you know, we don't get as big of an opportunity to work with the community, right? We have teachers that are coming and that are working and, and watching our programs through the field trips and are like, I learned, you know, I had no idea that, you know, that's where we got all of our water in, in our county. And, you know, it's like, and that, I think that's what initially spawned um, Mary's idea to create a farm day, that there's a need not just for the youth, but just the general community. So it's an annual event where we partner with um, between 10 and 20 farms, and we now we're growing and growing, mm-hmm. uh, where they can open up their doors on a single day and have the community come out to do tours, to learn about what they do, to get to ask questions. Um, and so now we have a Santa Barbara County Farm Day. We have a Ventura County Farm Day. We just had um, our 11th annual Ventura County Farm Day. And we just had our fifth annual Santa Barbara County uh, Farm Day with, I think, combined over 10,000, uh, maybe over 11,000 uh, community members that came out between the two, mm-hmm. which is, uh, it's, it's so cool to see and to, to hear what it means um, to have, you know, people come out and how, how, how many how many of them have been coming out for years and years and years, mm-hmm. you know, and it's their favorite event of the year or, you know, I, I went and saw you have a new farm on your farm day trail map this year that I went and checked out. And, um, yeah, that's, that was, that's the purpose is again, to expand our reach, to reach the community, to give a, give a chance for farmers too. Mm-hmm. you know, I think it's a great opportunity for them to get involved so they can, you know, open their doors and show, some of the issues or problems that they're facing or some of the successes, what does that really look like? There might be a perception and there's a divide when we can actually open the doors and engage in conversations and mm-hmm. things like that. I think it's it's really impactful. That's awesome. So for a, for a high schooler or a educator who's watching or listening right now, whose school might not be involved in SEAG or a high schooler who maybe is in the city and maybe their school has no shot at yes. at at joining or coming before he or she graduates. Um, could they reach out to you for more information? Maybe get some more and and potentially uh, you know, kind of get a leg up on their future career, even though they yeah. might not be able to come out and physically visit the farm. Totally. That's that's what we're here for. Anywhere on our website, seag.org, like S E E A G C Agriculture. Hopefully it's a name that you remember. But on our webpage, you, there's a contact us page where that'll come directly to us. If you have specific questions about really anything, and then if you're more interested in, say, getting involved in our programs, 
just go to our programs page under our work mm -hmm. and then you can contact me directly. Um, you can look at all of what we offer. And if you don't see something that feels like it fits, reach out because maybe we can put something, put, put something together. We see, you know, a lot of what we do is directly through the schools. But again, as we continue to grow, we want to offer, um, you know, individual groups. Uh -huh. We do a lot of stuff in the summer where we get to expand that reach and, and kind of flex and do cool things. So, you know, whether you're a student or, you know, a teacher or just a curious um, and want, want to learn as a community member, uh -huh. reach out to us and, and we'll try to see what we can do. Yeah. Awesome. And do you have a, uh, Seth, do you have a, a email that works best for? Yes. Seth, S-E-T-H at SEAG.org. Um, you'll get in touch with me. Awesome. Yeah. You, can, you can say that, hey, you watched uh, Farm Talk and you want more info. Yeah, exactly. I would love to chat. Uh, we can set up a meeting or a phone call and we'll get into it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Seth. We've, we've loved having you as a guest. Thank you. It's been fun. Absolutely. Hope you've enjoyed this episode of Farm Talk. And we, of course, want to thank our sponsor, Opus Escrow. And be sure to tune in next time for the next edition of Farm Talk. Farm Talk.